This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. It is a shocking and unacceptable fact of life for the people who work in the health care system. Violence. 68% of registered practical nurses and personal support workers said they had experienced at least one incident of physical violence in, in hospital, such as punching, hitting, or having things thrown at them in the last year. Nearly 20% said they'd been physically assaulted nine times or more in the last year. I mean, I, I just find that unbelievable. And this is from a poll done by the Canadian Union of Public Employees, QP through its hospital division. Um, I'd like to hear from you on this. Are, is this something that you are aware of? Uh, is this something that you've seen? What do you think of this? I know that we often discuss uh, the other side of that coin, and that's violence against patients. Uh, the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Michael Hurley, who is president of OCHU. Hello, Michael. Hi, so um, were you surprised by the results of this poll? Staggered, really. The, the findings were much higher than uh, previous uh, reported uh, stats on assaults against hospital staff in Canada. Can you give us an idea of how big the increase was? Well, in uh, 2014, the Canadian Institute for Healthcare Information reported that about 50% of registered practical nurses had been assaulted in that year. Um, and we're finding uh, 68% of direct care staff, uh, including nurses, um, reporting being assaulted uh, once at least. And uh, uh, as you mentioned, about 20% reporting that they had been assaulted more than nine times. So you've got a very high degree of of. Uh, a physical assault, and as concerningly, I think 42% reported that they had been sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. Um, to what do you attribute this? Well, I think there's a number of factors. One is that uh, this is an all-female workforce, uh, pretty much 85% uh, women, and Canadian society, unfortunately, has a very high degree of tolerance for uh, violence domestic violence and sexual violence against women. And, um, you know, just because people are working in a hospital doesn't mean that they're shielded from the from the attitude that's in the community, unfortunately. You've got an increased use of, of, um, of illegal drugs like opiates, and uh, people are very violent and very uh, unpredictable when they're, uh, and very strong when they're uh, using those drugs. You've got a withdrawal of support for people who are mentally ill in the community so that when they come to hospital, they're quite acutely ill. And finally, I would say that after about eight years of provincial budget cuts, we have the fewest number of staff working with uh, 
uh, you know, the fewest number of beds in in uh, the country, or indeed any country with a developed economy. So, what family members and patients experience are long waits in the ER. They might be on a stretcher. It you know it may take them days to get a bed in a hospital. Hallway medicine. The hallway medicine. They may not be and I quite properly not be happy with the quality of care they're receiving it. Um, and uh, they might be pushed out of hospital or threatened to be pushed out before the patient is ready. And, you know, uh, this is a difficult time for people. Um, and uh, they take their uh, anxiety, their fear, their their anguish out on the people that they see in front of them. Yeah, it, it's, um, it is shocking. You know, our, our lines are filling up. So, well, uh, let's take a few calls. First, we have Sandy and Bolton. Hello, Sandy. Hello. How are you today? Fine. You're on the air. Please go ahead. Yes, I'm calling because although I do not currently work in a hospital, I have in the past, uh, I work in a a medical office setting where I'm a medical administrator. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have noticed, uh, I have noticed, especially over the last uh, 10 or 15 years, a large change in the population, the way they treat not only the healthcare worker, but the physician himself. There is no respect for the physician, uh, they actually threaten the girl behind the desk where, um, you know, they, uh, if they have to wait for a doctor, the patient is not there. And then they will physically threaten you or they will say, you know, I'll come back and I'll get all of you. Oh dear, uh, Sandy. Yeah. I'm go- I'm going to let you go. Your line is very noisy, but but we hear you. Thank you very much for your call. Um, Thank you. Let's go to Jillian in North York. Am I pronouncing your n- name right? Jillian. Jillian. Your show is awesome. I listen to you. Wonderful lady. Thank yeah, you very the reason, much. The reason for my call here is that um, I was working as a PSW at, at the um, what do you call it the cancer unit at Princess Margaret. Uh huh. And this guy was always, and I looked after on the 16th of September. He he was um, going all with all those rude stuff about your breasts and everything. And um, what is happening here? The, the the nurse when I came in was well, the room was on lockdown because they, they said he was be run away. Anyway, I went for my break and came back, and the guy was smoking in the room, right? And there was there was nobody there watching him. But when I came back and I spoke to the nurse, I said, what can I do? Anyway, um, the child nurse came in and checked the room and found, asked him, where did he put, where, where, are you smoking? He said, no. And he put the, then she went in the washroom and found the item and she walked out back. That, that day was the last day I worked there. They said they don't want me back at those hospitals and I did nothing wrong. And I do security duties myself. And I do believe that there's a lot of stuff going on in the hospitals that need to be really, really worked on because um, care, you know, I go do support and I work on floor duty when the, when the patient family comes, I'm on the floor working with them and stuff. And from, the, from that day on, they told me that they didn't want me back there. Uh, After the guy needed burned on the hospital with a the, with the cigarette in the bathroom. Terrible. The patient in the room. So, ma'am, you're doing a great job. And they need to really assess a lot of things in the hospital going on because some of the nurses don't like you. They don't want you there. 
Okay, and thank I, you. I, I work on the agency too, so that's where the problem is. So there's a lot of problems need to be addressed there. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Okay, okay let's have a great day. I love you, you too. Thanks All a lot. Bye bye. Okay, bye bye. I'm going to try to um, fit in a couple of more. We've got Jean in Palmerston. Hello, Jean. Hi there. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I am a registered nurse. Yep. I worked in small rural hospitals primarily. Um, and in a rural hospital, there are as few as three nurses in the building at night. There's no security. We deal with mental health issues. We deal with traumas coming in. We deal with whatever comes through. People are waiting for a long time in the waiting rooms. They get frustrated. We deal with seniors with dementia issues, and we frequently get hit. I've seen nurses held on a bed by the patient's cane. They were strangling her. The rest of us were all in the Oh, my God. She was alone on the floor. Um, And we're frequently put into those positions. But the other issue I want to raise up is the PTSD legislation, which excludes nurses, which is a shameful thing. Um, It implies that uh, first responders, if they suffer from PTSD, it's assumed to be from their workplace, and nurses have been excluded from that. And I've spoken out on this many times. I'm a local municipal councillor. My husband's a county councillor. And it just, nurses need to be included in that, especially in our rural hospitals where they are members of your community coming in. You deal with people coming in dead, people coming in with heart attacks, people coming in that have been in traumatic accidents. They may be your neighbors. They may be your friends. If you don't think a nurse is traumatized by having a child under their hands and die under their hands while we're performing CPR, they are sadly mistaken. And nurses need to be included in that. They give their all for our job to take care of the rest of the citizens of the community. We are there day and night taking care of them giving our everything and we are frequently abused and we still go back to work but we need to be recognized uh thank you very much for that gene appreciate your call all right thank you okay uh we are going to have to uh move on in a minute to our next uh topic. Um, Remember, Free For All Friday is coming up. Um, Obviously, this is something that we have to talk more about. And before we go, Michael Hurley, what would you like to leave us with on this? Well, we're calling for uh, the provincial government to to amend legislation. 48% of people reported that they're afraid to to report when they've been attacked because they're afraid they'll be blamed for it or they otherwise fear reprisal. So we're asking for uh, the provincial government to make clear that people can report or speak up about violence. We had a nurse who was fired because she drew attention to the problem of violence. We'd like the federal government to amend the criminal code, uh, as they've done for transit staff, to make it a more serious offense when you assault a healthcare worker. And we'd like the provincial government to step in with some investments for the hospitals, and we'd like the hospitals to take the issue more more seriously. Some hospitals don't even post signs discouraging violent or aggressive behavior. So those would be some things that we'd really like to see happen in the short term. Okay. Michael Hurley, thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.